What is your why? Do you want dynamic growth? Do you feel stuck? It's time to fix your why. I'm Billy Ryan, and you are joining me on the Fix Your Why podcast. Today, my guest is Yvette Lopez, attorney by trade, founder of Development Culture and her nonprofit, Dev Culture. Thank you so much for joining me today. Thank you. Thank you for the invitation and the opportunity. We have to spend a little bit of time on where you've been because it's fascinating, the background you have, and then really want to talk about everything you're doing. You're a rookie entrepreneur. Yes. Which I love. Yes. So let's talk about where you've been, just uh, briefly. Okay, uh, briefly. <laughs> uh, so <laughs> uh, right out of law school, um, I was recruited uh, to become um, the advisor for the president of the Dominican Republic, uh, which was very interesting and did that for about 10 years. And then after when my contract ended, came to Texas, my husband, um, had a job offer here and I went to work for the federal government. So I worked for, for the last eight years, uh, department of Homeland security, defense intelligence agency, department of labor, department of transportation. And then up until four months ago, uh, when I decided to leave and start my own company which has got to be so exciting. It is exciting, so talk a little scary bit about, and exciting at the same time. So there's development culture and yes. dev culture. Correct. Let's talk about both and the differences between them. Okay, so the development culture is an LLC. It is a for-profit and uh, it is a consulting firm that uh, focuses on uh, a human centered approach to strategic planning, project design, training programs that focuses on communications, partnerships, and productivity in order to develop um, an environment, a culture of growth and development. Uh, and then Dev Culture, which is my nonprofit, um, is also focused on individual uh, growth and development, but um, it promotes inclusion as well as e um, equal access uh, to opportunities. And why did you embark on this journey? Well, as I think many of us who have experienced what it is to work in toxic uh, cultures, um, I always identified those root causes and things that I could fix. So throughout my eight years in government, I was always the one working process improvement, working and mentoring with uh, individuals to kind of forge their career path and, and find out what their why is and find out how I could help them move from their current state to their desired state. So that, which was a hobby uh, for over 20 years, fast forward um, is now, you know, my company. I think it's, a great thing for any of us to find our hobby and make it our everyday Absolutely. job, if you will. Absolutely. Don't like the word job, but um, so that, you know, and, and your heart for wanting to help others is incredible. Big question is starting one company mm -hmm. is a challenge. You've right. started two. Right. How does one person make both of those things happen? Well, you, you find a, good team. And up until now, it's been friends and family that have been helping. Um, but, you know, it's pretty much a lot of it is the same service. It's a focus on 
ensuring that people have an opportunity to find their why, to um, map out a plan, to work out, you know, your life is your business. So we see businesses work and invest in creating a good strategic plan. Our life is our business and, and a lot of people are just surviving and not thriving. So on both sides, uh, the one is for profit, but the other one, I'm hoping that with Dev Culture, I can raise money to be able to focus on my target populations, which are those people that are in transition, that have been laid off after, you know, working 10 years for a company. Now they're trying to figure out what their next steps are. Um, high school seniors, college freshmen that, you know, many times go into college and switch their majors three and four times and end up instead of uh, studying for four years are there five and six years. So I'm, I'm hoping that I can, with Dev Culture, really kind of start a movement, so to speak, um, because life is too short. And what we don't want is, you know, wasted time, wasted resources. We have limited uh, time and resources. So we want to be able to uh, invest in ourselves uh, to be the happiest that we can be. I totally agree. Um, in between the two entities, do you think your customer is the same for each? And if so, why would you move one? Why would you move a customer from one to the other organization? So the for-profit side um, is coaching, it's the mentoring, it's the workshops and the training programs. And, and in phase three, it would be um, organizations. But on the dev culture side, uh, I work right now, and I think I told you a little bit about Latinos in Grapevine. Yes. It's a great example of the initiatives that come from dev culture. So Latinos in Grapevine, in the city of Grapevine here in Texas, they're 40%, Latinos are 40% of the population, and the, a lot of them only speak Spanish. So they come, they work two and three jobs, but things that you and I take for granted, such as, you know, interacting with the police, knowing what our rights and responsibilities are, um, just the school system, college admissions, they're not able to kind of maneuver the way that we do because we've been here all of our lives. So there's a lot of things that we take for granted. So I'm, you know, working with the school district and the city of Grapevine and the Grapevine Police Department to set up these workshops in order to provide them with information to make, help them become confident decision makers and ultimately help their children to do the same. So it's a different population um, and I'm hoping that Dev Culture, we could be able to raise money to be able to provide scholarships and continue those that type of work. Mm. Um, it even eventually, hopefully, work with the government to be able to provide orientation programs for uh, newly visa permanent resident aliens that come here and, and ha just have no clue how what to do, where to get English classes, just don't have the resources. Um, so I'm hoping that we can do that and kind of help them hit the round, ground running. That's incredible. You talk about interfacing with some of the existing government agencies, the police, whatever. Mm -hmm. how, how are you received when you try to establish that connection? It hasn't been easy, right. um, but, you know, part of it is understanding that is also uh, an economic issue, right? So it, using Latinos in Grapevine and the city of Grapevine, for example, 40% of your population is Latino and they, you know, their children aren't going to college. Eventually, you know, and brain drain, right? Folks are leaving. Eventually, what is your population going to look like? And so we want to make sure that we're investing in that segment of the population in order to continue to educate and, and give them 
you know, an opportunity to own their own businesses and know how to set those up, um, you know, financial literacy, just all of those different things that, you know, they wouldn't normally um, know how to maneuver um, so that we give them a leg up. And so it really would, for the cities, for the government, it really represents uh, an economic development issue. Mm. And so I think that they are understanding that now. And I mean, as we know, the need is great, right? right? And again, I think your your clients, if that's if that's the label you use, um, would be lucky to find you and the services that Dev Culture provides. But I also imagine you're bumping into the status quo, right? right? right. Um, you know, it's interesting. The people that have need accept sometimes they accept the status quo. Right. You know, I, I right. don't know the language. It's hard for me to get a job, all these things. And and they toil within that status quo. They don't look up and, and see that, you know, there's another way to live your life. Now, Absolutely. you, I imagine, created this organization. I, I don't know if it was driven by frustration, but you, you're a change seeker. Yes. And you, you, the need's obvious, but mm-hmm. it's not, you know, there aren't a lot of people doing it, right? right. Like right. we all know there's a need, but that doesn't mean some of us want to do it or even are capable of doing it. Right. You did it as a hobby. Right. When you were doing it as a hobby, what did the status quo look like to you? Were you bumping into the status quo then or did you just like as a hobby, were you just helping friends and family or did word get out that you know, you, you need to see a vet because she can really help you with life. Absolutely. That's how it started, friends and okay. family. And then the word got out there and I had more people calling. Um, really, you know, it's about really understanding who you are, what matters to you and why it matters. And that fluctuates, right? So we're constantly evolving. And based on life experiences, we, we're constantly changing. I always tell people that, you know, we do all these research projects, whether I want to start a business, I look that up, right? Yeah. Whether I'm in uh, college, I'm, I'm, I'm researching, you know, X, Y, and Z. And we get kind of into it and we the pros, the cons, we can debate about it. But the primary project, research project you should have is yourself. And so focusing on really tapping into those talents and gifts that are innate within you, to me, is really, really important. MIT did a study last year that toxic cultures are the number one reason why people resign, right? Um, People are miserable, apathetic. uh, There's lack of engagement, right? And so I really think that if we tapped into, you know, discovering who we are, why it matters, you know, we could get from where we are to what our ideal would be, whether that be a dream job or whether it be, you know, stay at home mom, right? Mm. Um, Just trying to map that out and see what that looks like. It has to be a constant journey um, because we're constantly changing and, you know, work-life balance, you know, people throw that out there, but really it's a trade-off a trade-off that you do based on the season in your life you know primarily right now maybe your child is important to you so you put career on the back burner and then maybe you focus on good so you're always kind of doing this trade-off and each season will require you to look back in and think about your why reprioritize and really come up with a plan um, that will help you again move from current state to future state 
so yeah, it's been a journey, um, but I think it's so important that uh, people understand that life is too short and a lot of people kind of get stuck. And so that's what I want to help, you know, just being able to understand creatively what your options are and really kind of, you know, understanding your power. Um, a lot of people feel powerless and stuck. Uh, and so that's what I hope that development culture will do. So uh, you just mentioned development culture. The, the dev culture is the nonprofit, right? Correct. So that is, I'm guessing, uh, a community with greater need. Yes. than the clients you serve in development culture. Right. Um, tell me more and tell the audience more about development culture because I'm sure there are a lot of people listening that would, that are sitting there thinking, boy, I need to I need to find the website. I need yes. to get some of these services. Yes. Well, hopefully by the time this airs, we will have a website. Um, <laughs> we actually officially launched in January. Um, and so, yes, the website will be devculture.org. Please don't go there until the end of January. Um, but, yeah, so it's the phase one uh, will be the building yourself service area where we will provide coaching and mentoring um, and, you know, a, a, a membership platform where people will be be able to go in and kind of think about their why and go through a personal strategic planning framework. And then we'll move into the second and third phases. But that's, that is the first uh, phase of, of development culture. That's, that's great. And the audience for development culture, um, yes. students, students, people in transition, uh, people who feel like they don't have purpose, people who wake up every morning, don't have an expectation for the adventure that is life. Mm -hmm. One of my favorite phrases is um, that, you know, God gives us the gift of life. What we do with it is our gift back to him. Mm -hmm. And so I think that, you know, life is just too short. And I think that in a pandemic with COVID, people re kind of really reassess their priorities and um, understood that, that, you know, life is too short to be miserable. And so, For you know, sure. we're all about working harder, uh, working smarter, not harder, and, and being able to kind of set the path forward to maximize potential. I'm sure you're running like crazy trying to get ready for that, that January launch. Absolutely. What's your greatest challenge today? My greatest challenge today um, for dev culture is being able to raise funds. Um, obviously, you know, I haven't launched as of yet, but really trying to network and find the people who have the vision. Uh, again, you mentioned status quo. So, you know, right. this is kind of counter culture almost to be able to say, you know what, if you focus on people, they will give you their 150% and that will um, make you, your bottom line increase, right? Um, that's very difficult when it's just productivity, productivity, but as we can see with the great resignation, people want more. Um, so yeah, it, it's, it's really getting the funds to do what we do with dev culture. And then really um, my biggest challenge is social media and trying to kind of buy into the fact that, you know, uh, being completely dependent on it and, and finding that sweet spot between really kind of just using it as a tool. Well, I just want to thank you for being a part of this podcast today and um, really have enjoyed hearing your story in a little bit more detail. We'll be staying in touch to okay. see how the, the launch goes in January. Awesome. I hope you all enjoyed this episode today as much as I did. I have great admiration for people like Yvette that see need and, and rise to that challenge. Hope you all have a great day.